knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This is Derek Somerville from Backpacking and Blisters, and along with me today is the man who can go so lightweight that he has used, on occasion, a shoelace as his own towel to dry off with. <laughs> Carl, how you doing, bud? What's going on? What are we talking about today, buddy? That was, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> you uh, like that one? <laughs> what are we talking about today? We got, we got some stuff going on today. A couple episodes ago, we had something about booby traps. Remember that one? Booby traps, so good, so true. Yeah, yeah, so true. Well, actually, I was just reading about. There's actually like, you know, we we're kind of just making fun of it, but there's legitimate booby traps out there on the trails mm. that um, are actually causing problems. I was just reading about one was in Colorado Springs where I guess people are starting to hate on mountain bikers, and what? they're putting like fishing line up around like where a mountain biker's neck area would no. be and tying Come it across on. the trail. Yeah, are you serious? Legit. Yeah, I, yeah. You guys are hardcore so, out there. That's car- that's crazy. You gotta really, yeah, be trail passionate and also have such a strong hatred. Maybe you're running. I don't know. That's kind of weird. But then I also was reading. There's an area that actually I took the family backpacking last summer called Buffalo Creek, which is just mm. um, west of here, west of where I'm in Castle Rock, Colorado. And they, some of the people actually like would dig the, the trail up a little bit and put um, some like spikes i don't even know what they were but almost like those police spikes that pop car tires and they were doing that to try to pop mountain bike that's tires that's too. messed up i mean you guys yeah. you guys are sick out there i don't know is that <laughs> everywhere or is that just colorado uh, i guess well that's just where you, I've you, you gotta it. really be is this like this has to be like a s- couple people right yeah or no i like think a it's big... just a handful of people i just thought it was, i just thought, you know we were joking about the whole booby, tra- booby trap thing but apparently it's like a, a real thing it's a real epidemic in colorado you yeah. hear that folks don't go mountain bike in colorado <laughs> I don't. That's, I don't think that's a takeaway. I think um, that's what I took away. Okay. <laughs> I'm never going mountain biking there ever again. Not that okay. I ever did. So I've never had a problem when I go mountain biking. But I'm that's more, intense more, though. More a runner and hiker. Yeah. I mean, how, you got to like go there at night and like plan to do something like that because right. I mean, it'd be hard to do in the daytime. I imagine with people all over the place. Right. It takes some extra effort and yeah. I just think I don't think anybody that would be listening to our silliness would be that serious about trails so much as to go to that extent. Wow. But uh, I just thought it was weird that I kind of came across that right after we did that episode. But anyway, another thing I came across too was I got some magazines like the library was like getting rid of and they had mm. a bunch of boys life magazines. And I just, I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So I just grabbed them and on the cover of one was this guy, this boy, I guess he was like a teenager. And in one of our episodes we talked about like pack 
ornaments or pack decorations. Yeah. And I think he might have had the best or the worst ones, depending upon how you define those. <laughs> he literally had like full, like multiple, I think there were two, two like Nalgene bottles, which we already talked about, that were we full, yes. that were clipped onto his shoulder straps with carabiners. <laughs> and... <laughs> Which by it's like that's four pounds right there. That's impressive, then, actually. Actually, that's over four pounds. It's got to be like four and a half pounds. Anyway, and then he had like on the side of his pack, he had a uh, a stove dangling as well. Just dangling a stove. Just dangling. dangling. Yeah, I'll take a picture of it. and I'll put it out there on the the Facebook page. But that's I just that's special. That is special. He, yeah, and I mean we were kind of poking fun at some of the small things, but that was next level up. I just I actually felt bad for him. Uh, hey, I can't say anything. I mean, I've had fanny packs and multiple pairs of shoes, so what mm. can I? I can't really say anything. So, I, I almost admire it, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's. A, I mean, it's really his leader that's not giving him the wisdom to to make that a better spot. But right. So I'm glad you mentioned the fanny pack because that's actually going to come up on the list today, and somehow we're going to work that in. So okay, stay tuned for that. Uh-huh. And so we talked about. So okay, this whole episode is about like a list, a life list. Some people call it a bucket list. Some people call it a dream list. There's lots of different names for this. Yeah, so like I think a lot of people out there just have this, whether it's like written down on some sort of Google Doc, just a list of places that they want to go while they can still do stuff. My list is in my heart, Carl. It's in my heart. Hopefully your heart can handle you deleting things as you go through life because... <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the the goal for the list too that's but deep it's deep it is, <laughs> uh, well here's my first question to you do you think yeah. it's kind of depressing Derek here's my question to you at what age should you begin to form such a list oh I I for me I I, I didn't call it a bucket list but I, I started forming a list of things and places I wanted to do or experience I, early teens late teens wow okay yeah there was like a whole thing. I'm like, I want to go here. I want to see this. I want to see that. Yeah. Um, I think it was after I took a geography class, a geography class, and I was like, wow, there's a lot to do. And, yeah. You know. So I start, I started that early. I mean, you know, okay. I mean, what about you? Just so, recently? Yeah. Or a no, years I think like when I got into backpacking, I, I mean, honestly, like I was pretty satisfied growing up in California, just hitting the Sierras. I thought those were awesome and they mm-hmm. were the best. And and then I subscribed to Backpacker Magazine early on, and they would show pictures of other areas, but I still felt like, I'm like, we have it pretty good here. But yeah. at one point in my 20s, I think I saw, I started reading about some stuff in Glacier National Park, and I was like, okay, there's some actually good stuff out there. And then past that, they started coming out with like Discovery Channel TV shows about Alaska, and then I was like, oh, wow. Like, okay, there's some places I really got to think about, you know, where I want to go. And so I started mentally started making my list, but... Yeah, I guess only recently was I was I kind of like to the point of like, you know, we we have a number of years left, of course, we're in our 40s now, but at some point it's going to be harder for us to do this physically. Like what we want to do, like we can't put in the miles or the elevation gain or whatever. We're just going to you know start to deteriorate. Mm -hmm. So we got to start hitting some of these. Yeah, I know. So you know the world. I don't know if you're aware of this. It's a it's a pretty big place, buddy. You know, there's a lot to do. Yeah, it I agree is. with you, though. I mean, not, you know, as you hit 40, I'm sure uh, some of the listeners know, like, your body, uh, it fights back a little bit. Doesn't, it's, it not as, uh, it's not it as does. pleasant in the recovery process as it used to be. For sure. So, so I got, so, yeah, I, I think I got a good list today of three that I, I don't know if I'll do all three. I hope I do at least two. No, we got it. No, no, no. No, this is the whole point of this episode is, is 
by putting this out there like like we got to do this man like we got to make these things happen it might not happen in the next couple of years it might take look if you can do decade. my number three i will applaud you eternally okay okay well, the gauntlet has been thrown but oh. before we get to that i think i think we're getting to the crux of the matter here is uh let me ask you th- this question because yeah. you already know what your list is obviously and i don't know what it is but yeah. what would you say would be like a top like a number one reason number two reason for why what's preventing you from from kind of accomplishing the stuff on your list uh location okay it's hard say. to get to or location um i don't want to give too much away before i start talking about it location and uh, i think the necessary time needed a way mm-hmm. to do it yep That's so i came up with the, with um yeah i came up with some some answers to this question on my own as far as like why people aren't kind of doing their dream their dreams i guess and i think time is is a big one and location and time kind of go together, especially mm-hmm. as far takes a lot, you know, to get there. Yeah. Uh, cost for a lot of people just, they simply can't afford it. Right. And I think that there's also this like hidden fear with some people like, you know, is it really going to be as good as I want it to be? Um, is it, does it involve things that maybe put them out of their own element or out of their comfort zone, whether it's, you know, being bear country, whether they're not normally in bear country or grizzly bear country, I think there's kind of, there can be some fears involved in that. Or, you know, if you're going into a different country, like different cultures and stuff, not knowing the language, Mm. maybe, I don't know. That's true. No, yeah, yeah. all that's true for sure. But you know what? None of those are my number one issue. None of those really? They're not. My number one issue is actually. Shoulders? (laughs) <laughs> your shoulders uh leaving my drink mix behind <laughs> leaving your drink mix? yeah you can't do that out of the country i don't know if you're aware of that they'll arrest it's you like, so. yeah you can't get thrown in jail for leaving drink mix in weird places <laughs> hey man you don't mess around you want to um, do north korea really is that is that what you want to do <laughs> i'll do it with you. I'll north try. korea that is not on my list oh, um okay. but not having anybody to go with oh, is my big how issue. sad that's yeah, sad. and it's not that I that I don't have anybody to go with. I'm sure I could, you know, find a random chat room online <laughs> and and be like, "Hey, you want to go here?" And they're like, "Sure, I've never met you. Let's do that." But I think it's you know you want to have the right crew because I I guess like I hearken back to my John Muir Trail experience where that was like the best trip and trail that I've ever done, mm. except yeah. for my company. Yeah, and yeah. they were good guys. It was just we had one guy that was too old for for where mm. I was in life, and one guy that was mm. too young, and just um so i just want good company i, I think you gotta have at least, at least two i'm gonna say at least two guys that you are tight with and you can you're just comfortable yeah um with, you know just talking about whatever and just yeah. even having just a, a, a bad day with yeah so I, yeah I, I would yeah i think in all my travels i yeah it's fun to go but i think it's better when you have somebody with you for sure right so i think so the, actually this is there's almost like an ulterior motive for this episode because I think what I want to do is I want us to convince each other to go on these trips and say mm-hmm. like, hey, like we're going to do this, whether it's now or, you know, when we're 50 years old or whatever. But, mm-hmm. but you know, so our, I think the onus is on us to convince each other to do this. So when I first tell you about my trips and vice versa, I think we got three am- answer options here. First is mm-hmm. like, I'm in, like, I don't need any more information. Like I would do that. Second okay. one is like, you got to convince me. And the third one is like, no way. Never going to happen. Okay. Done. You ready for that? Let's do it. Let's okay. dive in. You want to start right, us off? Okay. So you go, you go first. You want me to go first? I feel like yeah. I want to save my number three 
for the very last. So maybe you, know, you are kind of the king of drama, so you can order yours as you see fit. I I'm gonna I'm gonna let you do two and three, and then I'll do my three though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to build the drama. I see what you're doing there. Okay. okay, you like that? I do. Okay, my first one is uh, on my bucket list. Is uh, It's kind of a combo. It's I want to go to Japan and do Mount Fuji, which isn't, you mm. know, it's not going to take forever. Um, or there's also the, the uh, Japan Alps in Honshu. And there's all these, like, gnarly trails that you can do out there in the middle of April. Uh, And I would love to go out there and do that. I know my wife and I have talked about going to Japan, like, I don't know, a lot. Um, And my wife is, she loves the outdoors, loves hiking, used to be a ranger, actually. I forgot to mention that. And she, uh, we've been on a few backpacking trips. And I think that's something we've talked about doing a lot of. Because I think in addition to not only backpacking over there, it's, that's kind of the last place on my bucket list I think I want to go visit. Okay. So So, wait a minute. Are you sounds like you want to do this with your wife. Are you trying to convince me to go as well, or is that... What's your story here? Well, for the one? sake of the podcast, uh, that is a tri- that's a trip, you know, if we're saying... I think my wife would be first, yeah, but I think um, if I'm talking about backpacking, would you want to do this? You know, I'm going to throw out Mount Fuji and the Japan Alps, which there's a couple... They're world-class hiking routes, okay? World-class, okay. as they are described to me, and as I've seen them um, online, so... I don't know. It's just got that epic feel of Japan. It's a new place. There's the element of like uh, the unknown because it's a whole different country, you know? So, Let me ask you a question real quick. Have yeah. you seen the movie The Last Samurai? <laughs> oh, wow. Are you? Are we doing that? Are we doing this with Tom Cruise? <laughs> are we doing this? <laughs> That's not an answer to the question. Have you seen the movie? Yes, I have. Okay. Seen, Did that yeah. play any role in you wanting to go there? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay. Absolutely the reason why I ask you is because like, when I saw that movie, I thought it, the the scenery was amazing, and then I learned they actually filmed that in New Zealand. Yeah, you didn't know it. Well, I did. I just told you that. Well, you learned after. But the I movie. didn't know. I wanted to make sure that you had that information too. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did. Okay. I, I do my yes. That is true. I did know that All ahead right. of time. Um. So All yeah, right. that's my number one. So I don't know if you ever have a desire to go to Japan. This is like a, a baby trivia question, but what's on the top of Mount Fuji? I don't know. I haven't been there. And I'm not going to Google it. I'm not, I'm not going to Google it. <laughs> How would anybody know if Derek hasn't been there? <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to Google it. No. There's a, there's, a, there's a Shinto shrine. Shinto is their like, native religion. Yeah. yeah. And they've got a shrine up there that's... Right. Um, so just got to be aware of that. I'm aware. I'm aware. I think I think that my answer to this one is never going to happen as far as like me going with you because it sounds like you already have a plan to go with your wife. Well, there's and no plan. I mean, this is like on my bucket list. I mean, I know it's in your heart still. With yeah, your we've wife, talked so. about going and doing it for sure. But is I, that is that a place you'd want to go? Oh, for sure. I actually almost went to Japan. I when I was a teacher, my like earlier teaching, yeah. I, I was runner up in this contest to go to Japan, where you basically won a free trip there with, and you went with a student, and we had to like get interviewed and all this stuff, and we like so we got runner up. I don't know that that would have involved going to the top of Mount Fuji, but <laughs> I came so close, yeah. and then I th- I'm like, oh, maybe we'll win it next year, and then they never did the, the contest again. I mean, I just find it interesting they put a shrine on top, and it's an active volcano. That's, to me, very... Yeah. I think I'm leaning towards, um, like, I'd be, I'd for sure be interested in going to Japan. That would be pretty f- far down. Like, that's not on my list, I'll just be honest. That's okay. Japan's not. You know, it's my yeah. list. It's not yours. That's okay. If you paid for it, I'd go. <laughs> 
Thanks. <laughs> wow, that'd be, that'd be great. Hey, I'll be on. Hey, man, seriously, there's some trips that if somebody that I wanted to go couldn't afford to go, like I want to go so bad that I would pay for them. Yeah, I think if, if, if that was the case, I mean, if I was like single with no family or kids or anything and I was like, dude, I'm a guy that wants to go on. The, it would, I would just, yeah, I would pay for you. I well, like you yeah, enough. Yeah, and I'm not talking about trips that are that expensive in Japan. Like, I can't afford to do that. But there's some trips that, are, that oh, I have. Oh, I got one. That that I got expensive. one on my list. Okay. Don't right. worry about it. There you go. Okay. You went pretty big time with your first one, so I think I should match that okay. and go big time. So we've been talking for years about going to Alaska. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, I think that if we flew into, say, Anchorage and then took, like, a bus up to Denali National Park, like, that would be super cool. Okay. But what would be cooler than that, what would be, like extra epic is if we could go someplace where like um which was harder to get to where we had to take a bush plane and get dropped off somewhere so one such place is called gates of the arctic national park where i think they drop you off like right at the boundary and then i feel like (laughs) like there's a potential for nobody to be around for you know, hundreds of miles. So, so let me ask you, what is that for you? Is it, is the element of being just so remote? Is that what's appealing? Yeah. I mean, for sure that, for sure the wildlife that's there. Um, it's a beautiful park. It's like, I think, I think it's in, in the Arctic circle. So I've never been that far North. Did they make a TV Um, show about people who live that far up North or something like that? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. But that's, we might see them. Not in the national park. Okay. Well, I don't know if it was Alaska. It was somewhere where they had a national park or a park of some sort, and it was like there was a couple people that were grandfathered in, and they did. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I saw that show. Did you see that? It might have been that park. I think it was that. Yeah, where they're but they still get like it's weird because they're not like technically living off the land. They were still getting like you know drops of food, like you know things they uh, yeah. couldn't grow. Out I there could be stuff. wrong. I think they had like a weird scenario, like it was like a three hundred year lease or uh, something weird like that. I don't know. People, yeah, look it up. I, let us know if we're wrong. I probably am wrong. But it's something like that. They were grandfathered in. They were able to just live out there. And they went out and did this documentary show about it. It was really cool. Yeah. No, it was cool. And I don't want to live out there. I just want to visit. Well, and I want some guys to go with me. I'm just saying you might run into a bushman. So. I, I think so. I think by I mean, going to Alaska is expensive just with just the flight itself to get to one of the main cities. Mm-hmm. I think this would be probably be like a $1,500 trip. So not... I would do that. Um, I would do that. Yeah, like yeah. it's doable. I think if we save up, and I don't think it's gonna happen for a few years. But anyway, that, that's that's one of my. I'm not gonna ones. lie. So. If it's a place I've never been, I'm probably in for sure because I like okay. checking out new places. Obviously, so all right. Uh, so you're in. Uh, on that yeah, one. for sure. All right, I'm I would do that. That'd be fun. Convince me. Number two. Number two is uh, my favorite place in the world. It's in New Zealand. I mm-hmm. want to do, and I started this. I had a group of 10 people. We weren't even planning on doing it, but a couple people went and did two or three miles of it. And we ended up, uh, the other group of the people, uh, including myself, we ended up waiting for these people for a long time because we stopped and got some food. And we're like, where are they? We better go look for them. So, where are you? You're, you're, this is a vague story here. You're like, no, I'm going to get to it. So we're in the South Island of New Zealand. Okay. We're at Arthur's Pass. And, okay. uh, we had to go trek. So we, I saw maybe the first two to three miles of it, uh, and it looked amazing. Then we, you know, obviously looked at it on the map and stuff, and I was like, this would be something that would be so fun to do. You can kind of see where it would go. You know, you get right. all these amazing... You know, New Zealand's like one of these places It's like every view is amazing, basically, and it's uh, it's like Lord of the Ringsy sets. It's Last Samurai, <laughs> like you were saying. 
It's just everything's <laughs> epic over there. I don't know what it is. The South Island, North Island, eh? It's cool, but the South Island is just special. Right, it's where it's at. Um, so Arthur's Pass for me would be definitely one I want to do. All right, we yeah, I went. To, I've been to New Zealand as well. I didn't and I didn't go there, but is that is that a backpacking trip? At least when I was there, this is you know back in no three or four. Um, you know we could camp anywhere. Um, we had tents, we had our backpacking stuff, and we would just either pull off the side of the road. We go we go hike up a hill. Um, and back there in Arthur's Pass, there was all these little like nooks and crannies where you could pitch tents and stuff. From what I saw, yeah. um, but it looked so epic. Like the mountain ranges back there um, just seemed to go forever, and it was beautiful. Yeah. You know so. And you've okay. been to New Zealand, right? So I've been to New Zealand, so I'm for sure in on this one. Yeah. The reason why I ask if it's a backpacking trip is because a lot of their backpacking trips, we just, as we talked about before, they call it tramping. Yeah, well, and they do, and they don't actually like they they're pretty organized, and they have these backcountry huts or cottages set up where you've got to like reserve them ahead of time, and I think it costs about anywhere from like sixty to seventy dollars a night to do mm-hmm. that, but they get. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Maybe you get a lot for that. Yeah, but I didn't know if that was kind of part of that system or not. That's what I was asking. Um, not that I'm aware I of. I mean, I'm sure. I, I mean, it's. I'm sure there's parts of it that do that. I'm not really too well versed, but I okay. know. I don't know. It's just like the weather's constantly changing. It really forces you to kind of be well versed in like you know all the environments of weather and like just right. the terrain is is constantly changing. And I I think that'd be fun to do, especially with the views and like the freedom of not having to worry about bears and all these predators. There's no really no predatory animals over there. So it'd be nice to not have to worry about all that stuff. So, okay. So I guess that'll tie to my number two, because I actually had one from New Zealand as well. Mine was called the Milford track. Mm. And Mm. that's kind of takes you into the Milford sound Mm -hmm. area, which is like the South, South part of the Southern Island. And it's, yeah, it's really cool. Haven't been that far south. We kind of went to Queenstown and saw how great that was. Mm-hmm. But this is part of that system where they have those like backcountry huts like I was talking about. It's a point to point where you get like to take, take a boat either to the start, yeah. um, like back to the start or to the, yeah, just like one way or the other. It's 33 miles. So it's like a three to four a day, I think is what they say because you're going up over some mountain stuff. Mm. But what, what I like about it is I think 
I'm not totally sure, but if we wanted to not have to pay for the huts and just kind of do things on our own and bring shelters and stuff, I think you can do that. And then I think that makes it free, but I'm mm. not confirmed on that. So if we're still relatively young and we're doing that, we could totally just backpack it like normal. If we're getting up there in age, the huts provide like heat, they provide a mattress, they provide, and not like a mattress out in the forest, but like in the hut itself. They provide stoves they have lighting yeah so there's so many things you wouldn't have to bring and i'm like you i don't even think you'd have to bring a sleeping bag i think you bring like one of those like sleeping bag liners and get away with that and so you, you could probably just get away with a day pack and go so you just you just want to go glamping is what you want to do if we're old i think that would be that'd be better honestly yeah, like let's, let's be honest here derek like i'll probably be able to handle backpacking way longer than you so this is for you <laughs> That's Derek. all a big fat question mark <laughs> My body is in tip-top, <laughs> tip-top shape. Uh, actually, you know what? I All think right. that might even be something you could... How long is the trail, you know, or the, the area? Does it say? 33 miles, like I said. Oh, I didn't even hear that. I'm not even paying attention. <laughs> 33 miles. Uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. All right, so we got... So, we got so far, we have Alaskan, Japan, and New Zealand. All right, what's... What's your number three? And you, and you wanted me to do, do my next one, yeah. right? Okay, so my next one... This is the one that I feel like is going to be the hardest to convince you okay. on. So I want to do, with some of the guys we have, I want to do a long trail. And I realize none of the guys have time to do like the Pacific Crest Trail just to be out there for months and months and Mm -hmm. months. And there's so many trails that are just like super long, but kind of for the list of long trails that are out there, there's some that are doable. And I've got a couple that I'm willing to do. Okay. Like there's one that is um, called the Tahoe Rim Trail, which I think is 180 miles. So that one, like... I think if there's any that you could do, it'd probably be that one. But I have a long trail that literally starts, like the trailhead is a half an hour from my house. Mm. And it goes all the way to Durango, and it's called the Colorado Trail. And it's about 485 miles long. So it'd take about a month to do. And I really want to do that one. And this one would, even though we're out there for so long, this would probably be the cheapest one to do. Right. Because you're just, you know, paying for your food and stuff. The permits are not a big deal. And... It's yeah, so interesting. Could you do it? Could I mean, it, like I said, it depends on like availability. Like I don't know if I could be currently away that long, but uh, if we're older, um, you know, you never know. Yeah, I think things maybe open up that way. But that be that sounds fun for sure. I would do that. We're gonna do an episode later on on long trails, and we'll get to some of the specifics of this. Sign um, up. Derek has never done one a long trail, but. I think he would really love it. I probably would. I think I'd have to get over the mileage portion, like, you know, the difficulty of the mileage portion in my mind. But uh, I think yeah. once I kind of realize, you know, what we're going to be doing, I think I think it'd be okay. I think it'd be, it'd be fun. I'd be up for that. For sure. I, and yeah, if you look at it kind of all at once, it can be daunting. But I think you'd love just kind of getting in the rhythm of just kind of doing, you know, the hike each day, having a, a purpose and a goal each day. Mm-hmm. And then enjoying the scenery, of course, enjoying the camaraderie. I think that's that's big time. Yeah, yeah. So definitely. I think you'd be you'd be one of my top people to. I'm go up with, for an for adventure, sure. man. You know me. I'm up for whatever. And, and but on, I feel like you're. I feel. I feel like you might be one of the least likely guys to go. If we're, if we it's not that I. Time well, issue. I mean, I would obviously want to go. It's always comes down to like, can I go availability? You know, with my right home situation is a little different. So uh, you know, that's always a challenge for me. I think. Yeah, I think maybe like five years or so. I think you could probably pull off the Tahoe Rim Trail. We'll find out in five years, I guess. Because that's going to be Clock's like ticking, half the time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, we have we now have an audio marker of this, and so I'll kind of refer back to this. And we do. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna jump into my final uh, choice, and I don't know if this will ever happen. It would be really cool if it did happen. Uh, I don't expect it to, but it'd be kind of fun to do the ultimate backpacking hiking trip, and that would be to and, and somebody's already done this and completed it. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm excited for this to reenact the trail of Ernest Shackleton on Antarctica <laughs> to go down there and uh, do it. Oh my gosh. And okay. Just so do it. tell me, tell me the part you want to reenact the part where your boat gets crushed by ice. No, 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 no. So, okay. There was a, there was a, there was actually a documentary done on TV or I don't know. Was it Netflix or something where a group of guys uh, wanted to reenact the whole Shackleton thing almost exactly. Now, I would probably take out the whole boating scenario and just focus more on the hiking part. But they 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 mapped out like where Shackleton kind of went, and then they they took a little bit of a different trail. It was similar, but not. It was a little bit. It was a little bit different. So uh, there's a couple ways you can go, but um, basically it'd be like you know, could we trek the you know diameter of this big giant place uh in a certain amount of time i i think that'd be fun just because and i hate the cold but i think it would be so interesting you know long ago my wife was amazing enough to let me go to antarctica long ago even though she was pregnant i'm horrible husband i know judge me yeah yeah feel free to judge me (laughs) uh totally deserve it anyway she let me she let me go down there for two weeks three weeks and um it was amazing it's like beautiful down there and obviously i only like you know, just hung around the peninsula and, and touched the, you know, continent Scratch a little bit. Scratch the surface. Yeah, it, but there there were cruises that went around the entire place. Um, there's there's not many, uh, there's not many, you know, things that allow you to, like, trek. You know, it takes, obviously, a ton of planning to do something like that. But I think it'd be cool if you could actually, like, pull off arranging and getting a team and do it. But, you know, it would obviously be a lot of money, time, right. effort. But it would be it would be interesting. I think I'd be up okay. for trying something like that. But I don't. I doubt it's ever gonna happen. But it's fun to think about. I'm a, yeah. No, no. I, I think I would. Would you be you in? You know, if I could, I would be in if I could afford it. Let's say time isn't an issue, money's not an issue. Does it sound yeah, like fun? Then I, I'm in for sure on that one. I know okay. I'm not very like cold is my kryptonite for sure. Yeah. But if we're st- if we're moving and we got the right gear, what's the, what's the mileage on that? So Shackleton went about. It was like an 800 mile journey. Um, okay, so. and they obviously had like, you know, gear from like way back when, and the team that reenacted it, I think went a little bit further or a little, it was around the same, maybe give or take a few miles. Um, and they tried to reenact it with similar gear that Shackleton had. So obviously, you know, if we brought our own gear, it'd be a lot better in that regard, but you know, the mileage alone is like a, it's a beast. So I I don't, uh, yeah. Okay. Let me say this then. I'm in, but I don't think you're in on this one. Like, that's a long time out there. It's on my list. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. That's what makes me surprised. Like, I don't think you're going to have time for this. I probably won't. I mean, but it's fun <laughs> to think about. It's, yeah. It's it, still oh, for sure. List. It sounds like your list is more of a dream list, and I want Matt and my list to be like a <laughs> legit, like, this is going to happen. Okay. That's, so, that is a dream item for sure. I highly okay. doubt that'll happen, but it's Honestly, fun I thought if you were going to do a trip like this, I thought you, because, you know, in a couple episodes, it previous you talked about how you really liked that movie alive i thought you'd want to reenact the andy's adventure there Ooh. not the eating part of course but Ooh. the okay. travel okay. part 
Just bring a lot of like raw beef and see what happens or what? I knew you were going to make a joke about that. That's inappropriate. Um, Slaps a steak in my backpack. Yeah, I, I would. That would be interesting. Some Himalayan. You know, either. I, not Himalayas. Not Himalayas. Andes. Andes Mountains. Okay. I would do Patagonia too. I'll just throw okay. that out there. Yeah. No, I, hey, I've got some honorable mentions for sure. And Yeah, that's my uh, honorable. Definitely, definitely Andes Mountains is definitely on the list. Okay. I have also had, just kind of side note, is after we went to Glacier National Park, I, we started hearing like these rumblings that the park that continues across the border in Canada called Waterton is just like even mm. better and i was like really because glacier oh, was pretty yeah. epic and yeah, so i actually yeah. looked it up recently and i was like oh my gosh like that is better <laughs> and so i kind of want to that one's more realistic that one i'll probably get a chance to do at some point right and then the other um yeah i guess andy's the other one i have for you but so here's my bible quote for the for the episode genesis 25 8 abraham breathed his last and died in a ripe old age an old man and satisfied with life and I don't know that like backpacking is really why you should be satisfied with life, but it certainly makes life fun. And so I'm hoping that when we breathe our last, that at least some of these things have come true and we've had some good times along the way, but you never mm. know what life's going to throw at you. That is so, true. That is true. Yeah. I appreciate that. quote. So, this is, a, yeah. this has been fun. I, uh, I appreciate it. You got anything else you want to, you want to dive into before we, so I'm looking, so now that this episode is out, I'm, I'm looking forward to what other people have on their life list that we forgot. I'm sure there's yeah. some amazing things out there that we just simply ignored or, or just things. Definitely. Um, I was going to mention that post, post some stuff on Facebook guys, your dream. Yeah. We'll, we'll throw out there and, and, and mention these in kind of future episodes, but I think it's my turn for the trivia. It is. Okay, so I got a trivia, and so I based my trivia question off of one of my life list items. So okay. right. it's the long trail. Okay. So the question is, what long trails have you actually been on? Mm. So oh, you, through through the hikes that we've been on. Have yeah, I, so you like, actually have you I, haven't you haven't finished a long trail course, but no. I can tell you that with Touched my experience it. with you, you've actually been hiking on John four, Trail. Four legitimate long trails. Okay, so you're going to start answering according to the question. Wow. You've been on four. So if you can name three of three. the four. Really? Well, I, wouldn't, I, would, I, I was going to say two, but I, you already popped off of that answer. I think answer, you were going to so. say two. And be, yeah, because I answered, I answered that should yeah. be my, my bonus, not my I don't want to reward you for lack of patience. I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't get penalized <laughs> for my knowledge and progress. All right, all right. Do two. Do two. You, you said John Muir Trail. That is correct. Okay, John Muir Trail. Um, I don't even know where these trails bleed into. Pacific Crest Trail. That is also correct. Good job. Done. Boom. Do you have, do you have any What's other up? guesses? Just out of the, for the other two. Uh, no. I'm kind of curious though. Okay. So nothing. Grand Canyon. Is that there's nothing. That's, not, that's, that's a Canyon. national park. <laughs> there's no trail that's connected to anything we've done because we've been. No, I guess not. I'm trying to think of where we've been. No. But we haven't even done the Grand Canyon. <laughs> I told well, you that I I've been with you on these. <laughs> Does it? I mean, I know Grand Canyon goes up to Colorado area, though, so maybe we maybe we walked uh, on it and then walked out. I don't oh, know. Oh, goodness. You're making I'm that just, geographical I'm throwing now. up. Okay. Look, you want me to get some reaching. I'm obviously reaching. All where? Right. Give me another one. Where else? I'll, I'll give you a hint. One of them I've already mentioned in this episode. Oh, why do you do this to me? Put me on the spot. Uh, what was the... So, John Mayer, Pacific Crest Trail. Oh, the... Uh, the uh, what was the other one? I'll, you give you another, I'll, I'll give you another hint. It's named uh, after a state. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me look like a moron. Uh, I live in this state. 
Colorado Trail. <laughs> the Colorado Trail. We did we did a portion of it. it goes through Lost Creek Wilderness. Okay. And you've okay. been there a couple times. Couple. And the I last one was a, was a trail that we did this past summer. And the, the trailhead. We actually went to the trailhead of this long trail, um, which is at the, the Canadian border in Glacier National Park. It's called the Pacific Northwest Trail, and it goes all the way to uh, yes, kind of the far side of the state of Washington. Hmm. That'd be interesting to do that. Yeah. Oh no, I'd be on that one too. That that one's like thirteen hundred miles long, though. So that's kind of long. That's longer than the Antarctica one. But we it have is. snow in Antarctica, so. Right. Right. So that sounds good. I like it. Yeah. So yeah. pass for me. It's too bad for you. I think you doubted. <laughs> I think you doubted a little bit. It's okay. Yeah, I did. I did doubt for sure. I didn't so. remember the Colorado Trail. I apologize. That's you know, all right. We we talked about a lot of stuff. We were all over the world in this one. So we really were. Really yeah, right. so I think I think the takeaway though is that yeah, people have their different ideas out there, but we sort of started making this happen in the last couple of years, just trying to tick these things off, and they can yep. be dreams in your heart, like with Derek, or they can be things where you know <laughs> we try to make this happen, and I want to make this happen. One dream, two truths. That sounds good, uh, guys. That's going to do it for us today on the Backpacking and Blisters podcast. Thanks again for listening. That was fun today, guys, and and post on there on the Facebook page if you guys have a bucket list place or a dream place, either one. Uh, I'm just curious to see where you guys have been or want to go or dream about going someday. That'd be kind of fun to read about. Uh, and uh, Carl, what are we going to be talking about in the upcoming episode here, buddy? So we got some other stuff coming up in the near episodes, but a few episodes away, I actually have this idea that I'm really curious if we can have some listener feedback on this or listener input. Mm. I want to know, like if you were to find a $100 bill, how much yeah. weight could you shave from your pack with a hundred dollars? Like, what would I buy differently to shave weight? Yeah, like what could you do to upgrade okay. or to get some different things that could actually shave weight? And I've got mm. an idea behind this where it like kind it. of sparked this, and we'll talk about that in that episode. But I want to see what people come up with, and we'll share that out. And I think I'm going to throw that out to you, Derek, as a challenge. And okay. um, if we have a guest on that day too, just like who can come up with the best list and shave the most weight with a hundred dollars? I like it. Okay, that sounds good, guys. Uh, Tune in again. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, guys, it is not backpacking unless there's a few blisters along the way. Take care. What's uh, what's this over here? I see Carl's got another list. It's not a bucket list. It's uh, <gasps> he does have a dreamer list. Let's see how ridiculous. What does this say? I want to go on one more backpacking trip. Where do you want to the mo- you want to go to the moon? Really, Carl? It's not. People have already. It's already been done, dude. So, talk about dreamers. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. Four in the morning. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.